church and saw some worship got together. How's everybody today? You good? All right, all right. I love the energy. It's great to see all of you here worshiping in person. I want to welcome everybody worshiping online. Uh, is anybody excited to study God's Word today? I'm just excited to study God's Word. Um, we're, we're in a message series on gratitude. Gratitude, living a life of thankfulness. And today, we're going to talk about giving thanks in all circumstances. Give thanks in all circumstances. So our, our family was shopping for a mattress, and we went to this mattress store. We bought our mattress. Uh, it was me, it was Angie, the kids. We're all there, and we get the mattress. We're leaving the store. We come out to our car. And you wouldn't believe it, but the car had a flat tire. And, and it's one thing to have a flat tire, like, when it's just me by myself. But it's a whole other thing to have a flat tire and to have your wife and your kids there with you. And so, um, you know, my kids, are, they're looking at the tire and they're thinking, what are we going to do? My wife's like, what are we going to do? And I'm like, what are we going to do? And I'm like, then I remember that in my trunk there's probably something that can help me out. And so I open up my trunk, and I, I pull out these, these metal pieces that somehow fit together to make a jack. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's kind of like the, the Da Vinci Code, and you're like, you know, putting it together. And so somehow I put these pieces together, and it makes this, this jack. And I, and I go and go to the flat tire, and I loosen the lug nuts, and I jack it up, and I pull the, the flat tire you know, off the car. And, and my kids are like shocked. They're like so amazed at their dad. And my wife is just, wow, like isn't daddy amazing? I'm feeling pretty good. Um, and get the tire off and, and I'm like, all right, we're almost there, just one more thing. We gotta get the spare tire, put it on, tighten it up, we'll be on our way. So I go to the trunk and I pull out the, the spare tire and it is completely flat. And I'm thinking, you've got to be kidding me. So now I don't just have one flat tire, I've got two flat tires. I'm thinking, what are we going to do? Like, my kids are just like, what are we going to do, Dad? Um, fortunately, there's, there was a guy nearby. And he's like, he's looking at this situation. He's like, is everything okay? I'm like, yeah, I just got a flat tire. My, my spare tire is flat. And he's like, I think I might have something in my car that could help you out. And he pulls out this little bike pump. And I'm like, wait. You, you want me to pump up a car tire with a bike pump? He's like, it might work. You want to give it a try? And I'm like, oh, I have got no other options, so I'll give this a try. And so we just start pumping up the spare tire with a bike pump, a little bike pump. And we're pumping, and we're pumping, and we're pumping, and then we switch. <laughs> somebody else does that for like four minutes. And then we switch, and somebody else, like, I'm not going to need to go to the gym after this. 850 pumps later, we've got a full tire. Can't feel my arms, but the tire is full. We get it on, and we're on our way. And I will tell you, you know, that was, that was not our best night as the Vincent family. And I would never, never recommend pumping up a tire with a bike pump. I just wouldn't recommend that. But I will tell you that even though I had a flat tire, I couldn't have been more thankful for that little bike tire pump. You know what I'm saying? 
Like, even though that was a really tough situation for our family, we could just rejoice that God had been gracious in the midst of that situation. See, today we're talking about giving thanks in all circumstances. You go, how do I give thanks in a hard circumstance? How do I give thanks in all circumstances? Have you ever found yourself in a situation where you really weren't grateful? Have you ever found yourself in a situation where you weren't thankful? I was thinking about 2020. You know, they said 14 days flatten the curve. Here we are eight months later. Right? I mean, we look at just some of the situations we're facing, and it can be frustrating. There can be frustrations at home. There can be frustrations at work. I think about today, it's so easy to grumble and complain. It's easy to really be negative about the way things are. Um, you just look at your news feed in the morning, and, and it's just, it just seems like bad news, and there's political battles, or, or, or just how we look around, and we start comparing ourselves to other people. You know, the problem with the comparison game is, is you always lose the comparison game. And yet, we can make ourselves so sick just comparing ourselves with other people. And if we're not careful, if we allow all of that negativity to fill our heart, instead of being grateful, we'll start to grumble. And what I realized as I was preparing for this series is that's what had happened to my life. Right, Chick, last week he talked about the 10 lepers. You remember the story? Jesus heals 10 people, 10 lepers. They all walk away, and only one of them came back to thank Jesus. And I think when I look at 2020 and when I think about my 2020, I have not been the one leper that came back to Jesus to say thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've not been like, thank you, Jesus. And so I realized, like, I, I have not had this attitude of gratitude. Um, I, I think in many ways I've been like the other nine. And, uh, and, and I've, I've taken so much of my life for granted. You know what I'm talking about today? Remember when the Israelites were in the wilderness? The Bible says they grumbled for 40 years. And I was just thinking, if you put me in a wilderness for 40 years, I might grumble too. <laughs> and, and I've just been so convicted as I've looked at this concept of gratitude. As God's revealed my heart, I'm saying, God, would you change my heart? Because I need a, an attitude of gratitude. And what's really amazing is if you'll ask God to change your heart today, if you'll ask God for that attitude of gratitude, he's going to start changing your heart. And I'm already experiencing, I can tell you today, right? We're, we're two weeks into this. I'm maybe three, four weeks into this series of just personal study. And, and I can tell you that as I've begun to practice gratitude in my life, I'm already experiencing more joy and happiness. I'm already experiencing more hope. And that's what I want to tell you about today because I think gratitude is a game changer. Gratitude changes the game. There are few things in life that are as powerful as an attitude of gratitude. And right now, there are so many things in my life and in your life that we can't control. Do you know what I'm talking about? All those things in our life that we can't control, but there is one thing that we can control, and that's our attitude. And you and I can choose to have an attitude of gratitude. I can either grumble about the flat tire, or I can be grateful for the little bike pump. And that is the choice we have every single day. We can be 
grumpy for the problems we're going through, or we can be grateful for the grace of God. We can worry about all the, the difficult things facing us, or we can worship God in the midst of our circumstances. Those are the choices before us. And what I've found as, I've become to pra- as I have come to practice gratitude is that when you and I make that choice, if we'll train our minds, fix our minds on things above, that's when transformation starts to take place in our life. And I will just tell you that the attitude of gratitude has been a game changer for me. And now, like, I am, I am inspired because I see how God's working in my life. I have a testimony because I see the goodness and the grace of God, and I can share that with other people. The attitude of gratitude is really when everything started shifting for me. And that's what God's doing in my life today, and that's what I believe God can do in your life today, too. That's what God wants to do through this series. And so I just want to share one scripture. It's a little scripture that's helped me embrace gratitude. It's from 1 Thessalonians 5.18. We'll put it up there for you. It's just very short. 1 Thessalonians 5.18. This is Paul's final encouragement in his letter to the Thessalonians. And and I just want you to check this out, because here's what it says. It says, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Wow, one more time. Isn't that incredible? I know we're all wearing masks, but will you guys say this with me? Just one more time. Let's say it all together. Ready? Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Isn't that awesome? What a powerful verse. What an amazing verse for us today. Give thanks in all circumstances. Why? Because this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. That's what I want to talk to you about today. It's easy to give thanks in some circumstances. How do we give thanks in all circumstances? That's a whole other question right there. So let's pray. We'll dive in. We'll talk about this powerful scripture. So Father, thanks for this morning. Thanks for just the opportunity for us to be here today. We thank you that we get to to worship you, whether it's in person, whether it's online. God, we're grateful for your presence. We're grateful for your goodness. And here we get to experience just your grace every single day. So we want to thank you especially for the word of God. Thank you that it's powerful and life-changing. And I just ask that you would do a transformation in our hearts. Maybe we're here today and, and we're sad. Maybe we're frustrated. Maybe we're complaining about a situation. Whatever that is, Lord. Fill our hearts with gratitude. Open our hearts to receive your grace. Open our hearts to see your goodness. We ask that in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so just something really simple that I see from this passage. Um, Very, very simple. It's just about God's will. And what I see in this passage is that God's will for our life is to be thankful in every circumstance. That's God's will. God's for us is to be thankful in every circumstance. That's his will for me and for you. It's to be thankful. Not just in some circumstances. What does it say? Be thankful in all circumstances. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And I've just found in my own life, it's, it's, it's easy to be thankful in some circumstances. Maybe, uh, maybe you, get your, you get a surprise on your birthday. Maybe you have a check An unexpected check that comes in the mail. You say, Brian, that never happened. It doesn't happen very often. But every once in a while, maybe you get that check in the mail. Maybe 
Um, you have a hard day, and somebody from your small group brings you a meal. And you're like, thank you so much. There's so many situations in life that we can be thankful for. I was thinking about just last week, um, November is, is the time of year when everybody who's a part of uh, the, uh, the uh, health insurance, healthcare.gov, the ACA, um, Obamacare, November's when everybody has to re-enroll in, um, in the health care and health insurance and all that. And so I was getting ready to re-enroll this year. And I don't know if you've ever dealt with health insurance before. Um, have, I don't know if you've ever had a positive experience dealing with health insurance before. It's not the most life-giving thing in the world. And so I'm getting ready to re-enroll and I always like prepare myself. I'm like, this is gonna take two or three hours. I'm gonna have to go through the application. I'm gonna have to pull out my tax returns, you know, all this is going to happen, then I'm going to process it, then it's going to spit out some plans, I'm going to have to call my guy, and he's going to talk me through the plans, and it's going to be an afternoon. And so I'm getting all ready for this, except this year it's changed. Now if you live in Pennsylvania, you're not applying in the national health insurance, you're applying through Penny, Pennsylvania health insurance, whatever. Okay, so I'm thinking now it's all with Penny, this is even going to be worse, right? Okay, here we go, let's get ready for this. And so um, I log on, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, this is weird. It says my application's been accepted. I'm like, all right. I'm looking around, it's like, it's been accepted. That's pretty cool. And then I look, and it, it lists my plan. It says, you've been enrolled. And I'm thinking, this is weird. Like, there's usually something for me to do. Like, what do I need to do? I actually called customer service. I didn't know what to do because it had all been done for me. And I'm just looking, I'm like, what am I supposed to do? So I call customer service. You wouldn't believe it, Gloria gets on the line right away. It, it hardly even rings. Just Gloria picks up, and I'm like, Gloria, you wouldn't believe this. Her name really was Gloria. And she, um, she's like, what's going on? How can I help you? I said, Gloria, I got online, I logged on to Penny. She's like, what's the issue? I said, it says that my application's been accepted, okay? And it says that my plan has been enrolled. And she's like, well, what's the problem? I'm like. She said, did you, did you log on? She said, yes. She said, does everything look good? I said, it's perfect, Gloria. Well, she, then she said, well, how can I help you? I said, Gloria, what am I supposed to do? What do I do with all this? And she says, you don't need to do anything. It's all been done for you. And I said, thank you, Gloria. Thank you. You gave me my afternoon back. That's gratitude. Gratitude is a response to a gift. I don't know what they did at Penny, but they gave me my afternoon back, and I was so thankful. That's gratitude. Gratitude is our response to a gift. And the root word at the heart of gratitude is the word gratia. Remember what that means? It means grace. So grace is at the heart of the word gratitude. And isn't our life full of grace? Don't we experience grace every single day? I mean, just to take a breath today, isn't that an act of grace? Aren't we breathing in grace every single day? Did you know that you're going to take 23,000 breaths today? Come on, that's 23,000 right there just to thank the Lord. There are so many reasons to be thankful. Our life is full of grace. Theologians call that common grace. It's the grace that every one of us gets to experience. It's the grace of God. Every good and perfect gift is from above. I have people who love me. I have food in the refrigerator. I have a roof over my head. I have a bed to sleep in. Hasn't God been good to me today? My life is full of grace. 
It's what theologians call common grace. But there's also something called special grace. What's special grace? Special grace is the grace that we have in Jesus Christ, who came and who said, you don't have to do anything. I've already done it for you. I came. I went to the cross. I paid the penalty for your sins. I died. I rose from the dead. I saved you. Not by the works of, of righteousness that you've done. Not by your own righteous deeds. But because of my mercy. I saved you. I forgave you. Right? I've, I've washed away your sins. You've been given new life in the Holy Spirit. And that is a Gloria kind of grace. Isn't it? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the grace in my life. Thank you for the common grace. Thank you for every breath. Thank you for coming in Jesus. Thank you for saving me. Thank you. Every good and perfect gift is, come, is from above. See, I don't want to get so used to being blessed that I forget to say thankful, to, to be thankful. Do you know what I'm talking about today? I, I've got to give thanks to God. And I just wonder if there's anyone here today, whether in person or online, and you want to say thank you to God for what he's done in your life. If you want to say thankful, come on, let's thank the Lord. Every good and perfect gift is from above, right? I, I, I breathe in grace and I'm breathing out praise. Thank you, God. Thank you for, for all the ways that you've blessed me. And that's what gratitude is all about. Gratitude is just a simple, humble act of affirming the goodness and grace of God in your life. That's what gratitude is. It's affirming God is good and God is gracious. And you can make that affirmation no matter what's going on in your life today. He is good. He is gracious. That's what gratitude is all about, guys. Gratitude is our response to a gift. And I think it's fair to say that we all feel that gratitude in some circumstances. But how can I be thankful in a hard season? How can I be thankful in a difficult season? How do I give thanks in all circumstances? What does our passage say? It says, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And so what we see is that God's will for us is to practice gratitude in every situation in our life. Every, everything that happens to us is an opportunity to practice gratitude. And I think Paul is a perfect example of that. He's writing this letter to the Thessalonians. This isn't just a random passage. It's a passage in a context. It's in this letter to the Thessalonians. Paul's writing to the Thessalonians. And as you read 1 Thessalonians, you realize that this is a group of people who are walking through distress and persecution. The earliest reference to Christians being persecuted is actually in the book of Thessalonians. So Paul is not writing to a group of people who are in a place of comfort. He's writing to people who are in distress. They're experiencing hardship. They're walking through difficulty. And that's the place where Paul says, give thanks in all circumstances. Isn't that powerful? And we see that throughout Paul's life in the book of Ephesians. Right? It's one of the prison epistles. In other words, Paul's writing from a jail cell. He's locked up. He's confined. He doesn't have his freedom. 
he's suffering for his faith. And this is what he says in the book of Ephesians. Ephesians 5, 19 and 20. Paul says, from a prison cell in Rome, he says, sing and make music in your heart to the Lord. Always giving thanks to God the Father for everything. Listen to that one more time. Sing and make music in your heart to the Lord. Always give thanks to God for everything. Think about it. Always give thanks to God no matter the circumstances. That's that's the will of God for our life. What does Paul say? For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Now people will come to me and they'll say, Brian, what's God's will for my life? What's God's will for my life? God's will for your life and my life is to always be thankful. What's God's will for my finances? Be thankful. What's God's will for me as a a parent, as a dad? Be thankful for those moments you have to parent your child and teach your children to be thankful. What's God's will for the 2020 election? Be thankful in all circumstances. Give thanks in everything. That's God's will. That's the will of God for my life and your life is to be thankful. I was talking to a friend who's going through just a health battle. And it was a terrible situation that he had been through. And and he just said, you know what, Brian? This is the worst thing that's happened in my life. But I want to tell you, it's the best thing that's happened in my life. Because of how God's been gracious in this story. How do you do that? How do you walk through something so hard and you say, this is the worst thing? Let me tell you, because of who God is, it's the best thing. How do I practice gratitude in a painful circumstance? How can I be grateful when I'm waiting and I'm waiting and nothing seems to be changing? And all those frustrating circumstances we go through every single day and they weigh on us and we don't know how to navigate those challenges and sometimes we just don't know what to do. How do I practice gratitude then? How do I practice gratitude in that challenge? I think we simply begin to affirm the goodness and the grace of God. Isn't that how how we begin to practice gratitude? We simply affirm God's goodness and grace. God, you are good. And as hard as this is, I see your grace. I see your hand. I see you working in my life. I'm going to set my mind on things above. Isn't it amazing? Because what's wrong is always going to be available to us. There's always going to be something we can complain about. There's always going to be something frustrating in life. And so what's wrong, that's always available, but so is what's right. And so I'm choosing to fix my mind on things above. I'm saying thankful. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for the blessing in the midst of the storm. And that's God's will for your life. That's God's will for my life. Be thankful. Be thankful in every circumstance. Such a powerful choice, isn't it? We can choose to look at what's wrong or we can choose to look at what's right. And that's the choice that we have to make today. The choice is ours. The choice is yours. And what I want to tell you today is that what I'm seeing in my own life is that when I choose gratitude, it changes everything. 
When I choose to be thankful, it changes everything. Gratitude changes everything. There's something that happens when you and I choose the path of gratitude. It flips the switch. It changes the game. It's like gratitude. It's the key to happiness and our growth and our transformation. Gratitude is what changes everything. It really is that powerful. And I just want to give you a few examples. I love how Chick mentioned last week just how um, gratitude is being studied and they're uncovering all these things about the power of gratitude and the changes that can take place. So just, just a few examples here. I love this one. Psychologists at the University of Miami did a 10-week experiment in which they asked a group of participants each week about, to write about the things they were grateful for. So 10 weeks, there's a group of participants. Every week, they're writing down what they're grateful for. They do it for 10 weeks. They also have another group. And every week, they're going to write down all the things that they are just complaining about. Everything that annoys and irritates them. They're writing that down. Could you imagine that every day, just writing down the things that frustrate you and annoy you? Here's what they found. Those who expressed gratitude every day for 10 weeks were over the top more optimistic and happier about life than the frustration group. Listen to this. They even exercised more and had fewer doctor visits. They're saying that's interesting. Those who began to practice gratitude were actually happier about life. Another university did this, University of Pennsylvania. Asked 411 people to write and personally deliver a letter of gratitude to someone who had never been properly thanked for their kindness. He said, what if we just started writing a note and delivering it by hand to someone in our life that just hadn't been properly thanked? Here, I want to thank you for who you are and what you've done in life. They studied that. What they found is that those who did that, just simple act of writing a thank you card and delivering it to somebody, they were over the top happier. And, and the boost of happiness like lasted for over a month. Be just the, the power of gratitude. In fact, as, as I looked at it, gratitude has been linked to everything from happiness to less, to better personal relationships, to better work environments. Um, grateful people sleep better. They have stronger immune systems. So take your vitamins, but also you know, take time to thank God for some things, right? It, it boosts your immune system. The boost to mental health is just incredible. You know the number one antidepressant on the market is gratitude? Isn't that amazing? People who are grateful are less depressed. They're less grumpy. They're less stressed. They worry less. That's the power of gratitude. It changes the game. You have energy for life. But I think the spiritual benefits are there too. Because it's a spiritual opportunity to be proud and grateful at the same time, isn't it? You can't have pride and gratitude in the same heart. And what does God say? He says, I give grace to the humble. And so there's huge spiritual benefits to just practicing gratitude. You can't be proud and grateful at the same time. You know, I, I love Psalm 92. It says, it's good to give praise to the Lord. It's good, it's good, it's good to give thanks and praise to the Lord. Uh, G.K. Chesterton called gratitude, happiness doubled by wonder. Don't you love that? He said, G.K., how do you define happiness? Happiness, gratitude is happiness doubled by wonder. I love that. Like, 
wow, God, you're so good. You're so amazing. And so gratitude is the key, folks. I just want to encourage you today that gratitude changes everything. Have, you, have any of you guys ever heard of Pete the Cat? Anybody here? Pete the Cat? Yeah? Anybody? Pete the Cat? All right, Pete the Cat. Good, good, good. You ever read Pete the Cat and His Magic Sunglasses? I love this book. This book rocks. So I, I'm definitely in the parenting stage, so you're going to get some parenting illustrations here. Pete the Cat and His Magic Sunglasses. Um, Pete's one cool cat, and uh, he's got some magic sunglasses. And uh, the, the sunglasses are really pi a picture of gratitude. Right? Gratitude, it's like putting on a different lens for your life. I'm putting on the lens of gratitude. And, and I just want to read you this, this story, just, just briefly, um, just to show you the power of gratitude. So here, here's Pete. Cool cat, right? Riding around on a skateboard. Can you guys see this okay? Yeah, there's Pete. But uh, Pete's having a bit of a hard day. There he is, standing in the rain. He's a little bit sad. And it says, Pete the cat didn't feel happy. Pete had never, ever, 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 ever been grumpy before. But Pete had the blue cat blues. <laughs> As if things weren't bad enough, Along came Grumpy Toad. You guys have a Grumpy Toad in your life? <laughs> As if things weren't bad enough. As if. Grumpy Toad was never, ever happy. He always wore a frown. What? Grumpy Toad wasn't grumpy today. He said, these cool blue magic sunglasses make the blues go away. Whoa. They help you see things in a whole new way. That's pretty cool. Pete put on the cool blue magic sunglasses, and he looked all around. But what does he say? Right on! The birds are singing. The sky is bright. The sun is shining. I'm feeling all right. How cool is that? I'll let you finish the story. But guys, that's what gratitude is like. It's like changing the lens on our life. One of the most powerful things we can do is to change our mindset and to begin to look at our life through the lens of gratitude. It's like putting on those cool new blue magic sunglasses. The birds are singing, the sun is shining, I'm feeling all right. I just look at, look at our lives. Right? Isn't, hasn't God blessed us with so many amazing gifts? There are gifts all around us, whether it's the sunshine today, whether it's whether it's friends, whether it's family, loved ones, I, I, you had the money to pay that bill, whatever it is, when we begin to look through the lens of gratitude, it changes our life. It's the game changer. It changes everything. You know what? God is good. He's, he's put all these gifts in my life. And I think the key to happiness is being able to see and acknowledge and to thank God for the gifts that he's given us.
See, gratitude, I think, is something very powerful in our life. Because what gratitude does is it begins to unlock some things in our heart. When we practice gratitude, it reminds us that God's working in the story, doesn't it? It reminds us of his grace. It reminds us of his presence. It actually begins to reorient our heart to his will for our life. That's the power of gratitude. And that's where hope is found. That's where encouragement is found. That's where endurance is found. You need some endurance to get through this situation. It's going to be found in God's presence as you practice gratitude. This is what Paul says. He says, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So I just want to challenge you today as we close, very simply, to practice gratitude and to make it a daily habit. The best way to train your mind to be grateful, right? think about things above. Renew your mind. Don't be conformed to the pattern of this world. How do we do that? How do we fix our mind on things above? We train our mind to practice gratitude. And the way we do that is simply by making it a daily habit. And so I just want to invite you today. Will you take 21 days to begin to practice gratitude with me? Will you join me in a 21-day gratitude challenge? What's the gratitude challenge? Very simple. Write down three things you're grateful for every single day. And then thank God. You make it a part of your prayer time in the morning or maybe at the end of the day as you're reflecting on your day. Write down three things you're grateful for. What if we made this a daily habit? What if we trained our mind to thank God for things in our life? That's what I'm talking about. Make it a daily habit. Practice gratitude. Train your mind. Write down three things you're grateful for every single day and thank God. Turn it back to God into a prayer. And let's begin to activate gratitude in our lives. Let's begin to ask God to change our hearts and to do something powerful in our lives. That's the gratitude challenge. Every day for 21 days. So that's from this Sunday to the Sunday after Thanksgiving, which, by the way, is the first day of Advent. Christmas is coming. 21 days, Advent. Next 21 days, we're going to practice gratitude. And I just want to give you two ways maybe to take it to the next level. And and the first idea that I had was, how could we get our families involved in the gratitude challenge? And one, one idea that I had is maybe take one meal a day and go around the table and just have everyone say one thing that they were thankful from the day. It, it's a really simple way to, to take that gratitude challenge and to include your family. And, and really, what, as a dad, I want to teach my kids how to be grateful. So I'm going to use this 21 days and maybe just one meal a day. We're going to go around the table and, hey, what are you thankful for today? Let's just all share one thing. It's a great way to, to build that gratitude muscle, right? Here's another way to take it to the next level. I, I think, you know, as I've been writing down and thinking about things that I'm grateful for every day, I've realized that I start to think of people in my life that I'm grateful for. And so a simple way to take this to the next level is just during your day to take a moment and to pause and to tell that person how grateful you are for them. Like, to tell your wife, I am so grateful for you. Tell your husband, I am so grateful for you. Or that person at work. So let's just take the next step. Simple way to take it to the next level. I'm writing down three things I'm grateful for every day. If it's a person, let's make sure we just take a moment and really thank that person 
in person for who they are and what they mean to us. But kind of here's the gist. I want to practice gratitude. I want to make it a daily habit. And for the next 21 days, I'm going to write down three things that I'm grateful for every single day. Um, and then take them to God in prayer. And that's what we want to talk about the next time we talk about gratitude. Um, because I want to see the powerful things that God begins to unlock in my life as we go through this gratitude challenge. I, I want to see, I want to move from worry to worship. I want to move from grumbling to gratitude. And, and I think a simple way to do that is just to begin to exercise that gratitude muscle and to begin to ask God, God, would you just by your grace change my heart? Help me to see how you're working. Um, so, so why not give it a try? I mean, what, what better time than today? Begin to grow in gratitude. And, you know, just thinking, what, what could you overcome in your life? What obstacle could you face? What could God do in your heart if you would do this? So that's what the 21-day challenge is all about. Um, I hope you guys will join me in it. So let's, let's pray. And let's just thank God for what he's taught us today. God, thanks for today. Thank you for your grace in our life. And I just pray for those who are walking through challenges, whether it's just those little daily frustrations that we all experience or whether there's real difficulty and suffering. God, open our eyes to your goodness and, work and your grace. We, we know you're good. We know you're gracious. Lord, every good and perfect gift comes from above. So today we say thank you, God. Thank you for the way you're working in our life. Thank you for the blessings in the midst of the storm. And today we say thank you. And I just pray that a transformation would take place in our heart. God, do it by your power. Change our hearts. Help us not to take this life for granted or any of your gifts to us. But I pray that we would affirm them and I pray that we would return thanks back to you. So help us to do that. We need your help. We need your power. We just ask that in Jesus' name. Amen.